Hey, welcome to My Resilience Podcast number 24. I'm your host, Cecil Ledesma, coming to you from Austin, Texas. It's beautiful here. It's Monday, October 14th. You know, I will say I've got a special, special guest today. And, and I can't wait for you to, uh, to, to meet him. But first, let me say this. A little bit about the vending communities and the, and the companies in the past typically have built a lot of their business on traditional cold calling techniques, hiring a salesperson, pounding the pavement in and out, just slugging away day in, day out, handing flyers out, following up with phone calls, all the stuff that we do all the time to get ahead and to make our products more visible all trying to land that interview with the right person at the right time with a key decision maker. Over the last few years, this technique has become, I would say, increasingly more difficult and not quite the results they used to be. My guest today is an industry veteran and I, I, I would absolutely pin the expert and the thought leadership um, role on this on this person. Neil Swindale has been all of these. He used to work for Coke and Pepsi. You know what? I'll shut up and let him tell you all about what he's done and and the company that he's founded. Neil Swindale, my guest today. Welcome, Neil. Thanks, Cecil. I really appreciate it. Um, this is new for me, but super excited. I've listened to a bunch of your podcasts, and I really appreciate you inviting me on as a guest. Man, it's fantastic. So listen, for those, for, for the very few that still have not heard about Neil um, or, or what it is that you do, um, where, where are you originally from? And, you know, what, what's, what's, what's the background uh, look like? So, yeah, I'm originally from New Zealand. I've been in America this stint about 23 years. Great. But I originally came here on a basketball scholarship many years ago. I can't believe this, but it was over 35 years ago. Um, and I met a lady from Northern California, just outside of Silicon Valley. We ended up getting married, moved back to New Zealand. I played professional basketball till I was 32 years old. Oh, my God. Uh, my wife wanted to move back to America with two children. I landed about 23 years ago, never had a real job, and I landed in the vending industry with Coca-Cola. And um, my first job was just out beating the street, cold calling local businesses, placing Coke machines. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it was quite a while ago, but boy, time has flown. So was that the sequence, Coca-Cola, and then you did some work with Pepsi and, and Nestle? So I did two years of work with Coke, five years with Frito-Lay slash PepsiCo, and then uh, five years with Nestle Waters, 100% of the time calling on vending companies. So I started off with a small territory, uh, the Bay Area for Coke, and then it expanded out to the uh, Northern California for Frito-Lay, and then the entire Western United States for Nestle Waters. And the thing that I loved whether it was within the small territory of Coke or the large territory for Nestle, 
is the people in our industry are awesome and they're all entrepreneurs and they're all out trying to make it happen. And I used to just sit with them for hours just talking about their business and how they started. And it was fascinating. And I've just never left. I've kind of branched out into a bunch of other areas, but I've been in this industry now for over 23 years. Wow. I, listen, it, it, this is captivating. I'm looking, I'm looking at my notes on our earlier discussion. And when you, how do you, from an outsider, maybe it's not that strange, right? But how do you connect somebody that played professional basketball for as many years as you did and then just pivoting to doing and trying something new and still made it work? Yeah, no, it was really a great journey. And I tell you, everything I learned playing basketball, whether it was in high school, college, or in the professional ranks, um, it's all about building a team. And I knew when I played basketball, I had a certain series, a certain level of skill. I was a pretty good rebounder. I could play defense. Um, I was a small forward. I had a role within that team. And then we filled in with a point guard and a center and everything else. And I've just basically taken those principles that I learned playing basketball to building out this digital marketing team that, that I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I realized that I could sell and I could network and I'm pretty good at relationship building. And then I just went out and hired everything else. I hired writers, web designers, project managers. We've now got a team of eight staff And um, I just jumped in because I saw an opportunity that no one was helping vending companies with this type of marketing. So, um, and now we've kind of expanded into a whole bunch of other things, but it was just the uh, a New Zealand attitude, which is, she'll be right, mate. Let's give it a crack. <laughs> four, 400 websites later. Wow. Uh, you know, we've done some really amazing things and I get, I can see the business that's coming in um, from the work that we've done with individual operators and um, it's just really worked out great and it's been so much fun. I, I can imagine, Neil, the, the conversations that you've been having with operators who essentially for the last 50 years, it, it, the business has become or is, has always been very very traditional right and if you look at if you look at pre-vms pre-vending management software service how people used to account for products sold everything was very manual very paper and pencil driven you can imagine how many operators actually even thought they needed a website Today, that's oh. all changed. Oh, my gosh. The thing is, it's been in this industry for 23 years. And not just being in the industry, being passionately involved in the industry. I've seen all the trends happen from, from what you just described right the way through to what we've got now. But, yeah, when I first started selling websites, I had to drag people on. In fact, I had a guy, a local company in Pleasanton where I live where the owner of the vending company told me he said Neil I think you're wasting your time our industry is built on cold calling I don't think anyone's going to buy a website off you Mm. 
So I'm glad I didn't listen to his advice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, so 400 websites that you've built, that is primarily in this industry that we serve. Uh, it's 100% in this industry. So we have, yeah, we haven't really built any websites other than building some websites for some friends that are outside of this space. So we've built um, tons of obviously vending uh, concentrated websites, office coffee focused websites, um, and even I think we're up to about 15 websites for state vending associations, like the one you presented at the right. vending association last week. Right. So Neil, if you had an operator talk to you today, and 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 you know, look, Neil, we've got OCS, we have pantry service, we're we're expanding. Our, 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 our footprint when it comes to micro markets. Do I need three websites? Do I incorporate one and, and all those services into, into one, you know, uh, fully encompassing website that, that highlights everything? What's, what's the guidance here? Um, that is actually a great question. Um, I'm a big believer in executing across one website first and foremost. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of work that goes into search engine optimization and getting everyone up on the, up on basically Google. Um, and it requires a lot of content, content, and more content. And if you start spreading that content over multiple sites, mm-hmm. it gets harder to get every all those websites ranked. So for someone coming on board, I would I would basically lead them down one website doing all your different types of business. Now, I also propose too that down the road, a multiple website strategy is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I use a, a slide whenever I do a presentation. I use a slide that's basically a fishing boat sitting on top of the ocean and lots of fishing lines going out, uh, which represent platforms. Mm-hmm. And then the hooks and the bait you put on all those fishing lines are your content. Um, so the more fishing lines you put out into the ocean, the more opportunity you have to catch more fish. So um, if you kind of expand that out from there, imagine if you had two boats going out into the ocean with multiple fishing lines out. You just get more opportunity to get more leads. Now, you know, it's, it's obviously costly as well. So you kind of want to manage but obviously the cost and everything. So, you know, I've, I've always been convinced that a professionally crafted and built website yep. is not only your best representation, but you could be yep. an operation of one person. You could be, yep. you could be a two man or a five man operation. Yep. The website is is one that puts you on equal footing with everyone else. Exactly. And that's actually how I got into this business. So while I had my 14, 15 year run within the manufacturing community, I actually started a small full service vending company in the town that I was in. And I was one of the first guys in the Bay Area to actually build a website. And when I built it, Um, Even though I was working out of a storage shed, my website made me look 
better than Canteen because at the time Canteen didn't even have a website. So I was one of the only guys with with a website. And I don't know why I did this, but I did. But I took a truck, a brand new uh, 16-foot box truck, and I copied and pasted it four times. And I put that up on the homepage of my website. And it looked like I had four route trucks going out. (laughs) I don't know why I did that, but I did. And I learned from a very early stage that he who looks good online looks good. You could be a a 50-year local vending and coffee company in your area, and you could provide amazing service and amazing product selections and the best technology. But if that's not represented on your website clearly, they will just overlook you. So... That's the strategy that we come to local vending companies now is we say the same thing what you just said is a really good looking website should be um, what you're focused on. And it's not a a simple build and leave it. It Mm -hmm. should be build it and maintain it on a monthly basis because your business is changing monthly or annually and your website should change with it. And, and, and I, I cannot agree with you more on, on, on that. Um, I see a lot of websites that continue to this day to remain stale. There, yes. You talk about change. I mean, literally by the hour, they're, depending on the kind of business that you're running, um, yep. there are some real key, robust changes happening. And if you want to continue to stay relevant, in the eyes of not only customers, but prospects that might be interested in your service. Yep. The, the, the last news update can't be from last year. Totally. <laughs> you have yeah. got to change with the times and show that you're current or at least paying attention. Yeah, exactly. Now we've, um, you know, I've been doing this now for quite some time and whether you're a vending or an office copy company or a plumber or a carpenter, everyone goes through the same thing. They realize that, hey, we really need a website. And then they, you know, they might hire a local website designer to build it. It might cost them four or $5,000. And then bam, they think they're done. And it's just so not the case. I personally believe, and maybe I've just convinced myself because I've been doing this for so long, but a website should be uh, your number one sales tool. And it should go in conjunction with your salespeople. When your salespeople are out beating the street and trying to you know, bring in new business, they should be able to point right back to a current website that backs up exactly what they're saying to the customer um, mm-hmm. that's in front of them at the time. 100% accurate. You know, that's, I think that's, that is what's changed that the role that if you're, if you're in the business of earning trust of your buyer and, and I, and I carefully chose those words because I, it drives me nuts when people say I sell for a living, you can't sell until you've earned somebody's trust. So you are first in the, in the earn trust business before you can you know you get somebody's attention to at least you know and then you can go in and 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 share what so that's why i love what you said earlier about 
he would spend hours and hours just learning about somebody's yeah. operation. You didn't yep. spend hours and hours trying to convince them to go with you. Nope. No, it's yeah, absolutely. That's that's the big difference. Yeah. In, in, in my opinion. And I think that's where whether you're selling services like yours, which I, I am convinced is is so needed. It's so valuable. And by the way, you're a specialist in this industry. Yeah. Why would somebody go to another website uh, builder just to save a couple of bucks? It To me, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, it's very specialized. You've been there. You've consulted with, you've built 400 and counting. Yep. I would make you my first stop, quite well, honestly. I yeah, I appreciate that. And I tell you, we, um, there's a whole bunch of other things that come into this as well. But, you know, if you look at the ROI of a, of a say, a micro market account, a really good micro market account could do $2,000 a week. That's $100,000 a year. Or sorry, yeah. Um, if if you keep that account for five years, we're talking gross sales of quarter of a million dollars. And if we know that everyone's moving online and and people are making more decisions, you know, by looking at your website, why wouldn't you go a hundred percent to make the website look good? And it's not only the website. The website is just part of an online strategy. There's a lot of other things that you need to do as well, but I would say the website's probably the most important. So, to 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 a lot of the listeners, that it's so easy to assume that they already know this, but yep. I'm going to go the other direction and say, if you still did not know this, a a carefully professionally crafted website should everything that should be command central yes. right the website should be the single focus and everything should result coming back to this website or pointing yep. back to this website it should be yep. it should be the the receptacle for new leads and new interest coming in and yep. it should be the source of you know whatever you want to house your pdf your library your knowledge base whatever it is yeah. It should start and end with the website. And and, and here's the, the other thing. This, this, this search engine optimization, SEO, a lot of folks may not even know that beyond the website that there's that kind of work that still needs to be done. And um, one of your posts, Neil, you talked about um, you know, Google AdWords and your son getting involved. What's that about? Uh, yeah, so um, I'm just an avid entrepreneur, and I'm sort of passing those that skill set on to my kids. So Zach uh, works for Southwest Airlines. He flies a lot um, as a flight attendant, and he's got a lot of downtime, and he wanted to do something extra. So um, he's been working on getting himself qualified to run a Google AdWords agency. So he's just started. He picked up his first customer a week ago. Um, and so now he's teaching companies how to run Google AdWord campaigns. So as part of the search engine optimization, whenever you want to, you know, whenever you build a website, you want to get it found. You can do that through organic search engine optimization, which is what I do when I build the site. Or you can just pay Google to be at the top. 
and that's what Zach's doing. So um, he's off doing that and loving it. And I've got one, my uh, middle daughter works full time with me as a social media coordinator for a company. So it definitely is a family business. That's, that's wonderful. It really is. Um, so the website, right? Having, let's just assume the website is up and running. How much maintenance is there for the operator to be concerned with? Or can they, is there such a thing as, you know, um, keeping Venn Central as a retainer to, to help maintain, I mean, between hosting the website, um, what, what else does an operator need to be concerned with? Uh, it seems like I'm trying to narrow it down and say, you know, the, the, the biggest commitment you need to make is the fact that, hey, a website is mandatory for our business. That's the first thing. Now, what are all the little things behind that, that an operator, you know, so they fully understand um, what, what all is necessary you know, beyond a website? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So um, one of the things that I go out and push right now is what I call digital cold calling. And it's it, in, the, in the tech world, it's called social selling. But in our industry, I know that everyone's built their business on cold calling. So I just coined the frame, uh, the, the term digital cold calling. Um, what I do is I teach people how to cold call, but online. So with that being said, you need more than a website. There is multiple platforms out there, social platforms that people should be executing on. The biggest one I would say would be LinkedIn. Um, then I would move to Facebook and Instagram and blogging platforms and YouTube um, platform for storing videos and then having them work all together to bring leads into your website. So with that being said, there's a lot of setup that needs to be done with all those accounts. Um, the website needs to be hosted. It needs to protect you from all the outside influences of, of, of people trying to hack into your site. So it's all simple stuff for us, but for the average business person who's buried in their business, all this type of stuff becomes time consuming and they just don't give it the the proper attention that they need to and so they might build something but then just forget about it and it gets old and that's what Venn Central does now is we help we've got about 55 companies nationally that are on a retainer with us right and we help them execute online and the cool thing is is it's not just about new account acquisition it's about account retention you can use digital platforms to help improve your customer service and more importantly, um, the biggest pain point I hear in our space right now is trying to recruit good employees, especially route drivers and warehouse people. Um, those people can be recruited online as well. So when you build out your, your web presence, you should build it to attract new customers, but it also should be built to attract better employees because those employees or those potential employees are going to also look at your website to check you out to see if you're actually a great place to come and work. 
I think it cuts both ways. And you're absolutely right. Um, yep. You know, LinkedIn's been really pretty good about this, where if you're looking for, you know, for talent, you can you can actually say that you're you're hiring right right from your um, from your updated headline. Back in the day, people would put a careers page on their website um, and just leave it. It might say we are hiring with a link to an application. And now I say expand that page out to sh- and, and really develop it to show everyone that before they click on that we're hiring link is to show everybody how amazing your company is to work for. And you can do that with pictures. Pictures speak a thousand words um, and video. And, you know, you could have current employees doing a little video testimonial on how, how much fun they've had working there that you can post up on these uh, on your website. Right. All right. I, I, I take, it takes me back to um, the early, early days when as soon as you say, um, you know, hey, put a video here and there. And, and I'm thinking, you know, operators are... Uh, you know, just in general, right? And, and maybe a lot more operators today get it. But yep. for those that are still struggling to, you know, even justify the need for even, you know, saying the word website and, and why I'm, I might need it, um, I, you know, there are so many tools today. Like, listen, you and I are conducting this podcast. I'm recording this podcast. I'm in Austin and you're in paradise and in, yep. <laughs> in, in Northern California. Yep. Um, and, yeah. you know, the tools that I'm using, I'm using a uh, gorilla pod to hold my phone up yep. and uh, I'm using my iPhone. And yep. the magic of the internet connects you and I together. Totally. You're using another digital platform. And that's where I'm. That's where I'm trying to take Ben Central. Is you know we we definitely have a name for building out websites, mm-hmm. but I want to go so much more than that. We've launched our new website, CoolBreakRooms.com, and yeah. it's just all about building out platforms to attract more people to to kind of link them up with our customers. So there's so much out there that um, can be done digitally. Neil, if an existing operator, or if an if an if an operator has an existing website, not happy with it, are they stuck for life with it? No, they get takes two minutes to take that website down and build it up on a new platform. Um, a lot of the, the big, well, I'm saying the big thing. It's a little old now, but it's still very very relevant. Is you want to build your website that's mobile responsive, so it looks good on a PC or a tablet or a phone. A lot of the first generation websites um, are not mobile responsive. So you actually have to take them down anyway and rebuild them on a, on a platform that is mobile responsive. So it's, it's technically, it's uh, very simple for people like us to do it. But if you're doing it by yourself, it can get complicated. A lot of our customers hired first generation website designers, maybe 10, 12 years ago. Those people have since retired and a lot of our customers don't know where they purchased their domain name where their website's hosted or even how to get into their website so wow so yeah it's pretty funny how this has evolved but it's definitely evolving very very quickly now and a website should be you know that should 
you know, we're talking, we've advanced so much past the website now. So that's incredible. Yeah. Lots to learn for sure. I mean, I'm learning. I, I jumped into this business. I had no experience. The first website I built commercially was for a small company in Oakland, California, all-star vending services. And it was just a husband and wife working out of a storage shed. And they uh-huh. paid me to build their website. And um, they've told me, as well as a lot of customers have told me, Neil, the money we spent with you to build out a website has been paid back a hundred times. Oh my God. I, I, I can, uh, I, I get really excited when I hear that because it's such yeah. a powerful message to yep. the, the industry that yep. is using unattended retail and all that's facets, right? Yep. And, and whether you have micro markets as your main product or, you know, you're, you, you've got, you know, uh, 10,000 vending machines. And, and there's there's a way to communicate all of this, not just that we're in business and we have markets, um, but, but there's so much more. I think I think there's a level of authenticity and being yep. very transparent that, that I think very credible websites should be built around. You know, oh, totally. I, I, you know I, I look, hey, I, I, I updated my information on LinkedIn this morning. I look, I'm not the biggest and the best. I'm not the brightest. I'm not an expert at everything. I make mistakes and I continue to. Yep. But what I do have is I've got a street fighter mentality and I'm resilient because I've lived, I have so much lived experiences. Yeah. Totally. And, and, and that's kind of what leads me back to, you know, why my website, oh, why my why my podcast is called the Resilience Podcast. It's it was really meant I, I really wanted to create a content library of all these things that are important to me yep. and, and lived experiences that I know by sharing them and talking about them. And, and, and storytelling and, 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 you know, sharing experiences that it may help somebody, yep. one person. If it helps yep. one person, I can, I can die a happy man. I, I swear yep. to God, it's, a, it's that important to me. But I'm building something long, long, yep. long term. Yep. Um, you know, I'm sure I'm going to have you back because, you know, I've got a long runway here. I'm 100 episodes. That's my target objective, to get wow. to 100 to yeah. 100 episodes yep. um but but you know i absolutely love what i'm doing and yep. i'm this is purely for the love of just communicating and sharing yep. um I, I would do this all day every day and and, yeah. and at some point find a way how to monetize this totally it's funny you say that six years ago i went through a divorce and it kind of propelled me into just a little bit of soul searching and one of the things I searched for was what is it that I wake up in the morning and whether I'm getting paid or not, what do I just naturally do? And it's what you just said. I love to help people. I can sit in Starbucks and talk to people and help them with entrepreneurial type things. Um, I've, I've probably got over a dozen people jobs 
just by talking for, to them and keeping an eye out. And within my network, I'll line them all up. So nice. that's the thing that I love about what I'm doing here is I get to help people execute online in a passionate uh, channel that I absolutely love. I have got no real formally trained sales skills, but what I'm very good at is people just trust me. It's imperative for me to do a good job for people. Otherwise, I'll just give them their money back. Um, so I've found this business that, A, I can help people get a job. I've got eight employees now that are helping me execute this across uh, North America. So I love the fact that I can give them good jobs and be super flexible and work from home. Um, and now we've got hundreds of happy customers. So, you know, I wake up in the morning and, yeah, I'm doing this job, but <laughs> it's something that I love like what you're doing. Uh, you're, you're, you're touching a lot of lives, Neil, and um, that inspires me just hearing that. And, um, you know, as long as I've been in this industry, it's a little over 20 years now, um, I am just happy that our paths have crossed. Yeah. And, and we're talking cool. like this. My, yep. my niece lives in Christchurch. For oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Right. And, um, you know, we, we, I think we talked a little bit about that, but um, yeah. I, I hope to one day visit Middle Earth. Yeah, yeah. No, that'd be great. I, I have uh, been in America 23 years now, but I love to go home. I probably go home three to four times a year. And I can actually just operate my business from New Zealand, which is very fortunate. But every time I go back, I'm just blown away by the just the natural beauty of New Zealand. It's amazing. So, how do um? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say that um, New Zealand's uh, one of our big industries is tourism, and so many people in America that when I go out and meet them. And I'm potentially trying to sell them on my web expertise. We actually talk about New Zealand for about the first 20 minutes of the call. So by the time I get to talk about what I'm there for, um, you know, we've warmed up on the fact that they would like to go and visit New Zealand. So All right. it's a really good segue into making a sale. So um, that's the um, that's the side hustle with you with the. Uh, with the, uh, the the commerce department of New Zealand, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's great. So, what does Neil Swindale do for fun? Neil Swindale loves Besides basketball. Well, <laughs> basketball was something back in the old days. I actually haven't played a lot recently. <laughs> but the thing that I've discovered, and it came out of my divorce situation as well, is I love to go hiking. Um, I mm. just recently got back from ten days hiking in Iceland. And a year prior to that, we did 10 days hiking with New, uh, in New Zealand, my home country. And I go with a uh, kind of a well-known vending guy, Jake O'Sullivan from O'Sullivan Vending in San Jose, who recently sold his business to Canteen. Mm -hmm. uh, and he loves to take us all hiking. So it's kind of like an all-expenses-paid international wow. hiking excursions. So, wow, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's the thing that I like to do the most and just keep fit. I've got three kids. I like to help them in their endeavors. And I think I told you before the call yeah. today, down visiting my daughter, who's a freshman at uh, San Diego State University. So 
keeps me off the street. Wow, Neil, you've got. Uh, listen, I'm excited for you. I'll tell you, I, I'm excited to use this platform to distribute a story like this. It is a story. It's 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 not just you know another marketing. Um, you know something that you can talk about your business. Uh, it, it, there's there's some background to you, and and I think there's 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 not enough time given to the 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 people that actually run companies like yours. Um, and, and and once I think you realize that hey, people still run businesses. You know, yeah. we're not we're not at the point yet where you can literally you know disengage and have robots running the day to day we're not quite there yet and i never think we will um yep. and, and, and it's understanding the human aspect of you know companies that are are, are performing day in and day out looking for yep. ways to help that's you and that's been central yep. and i can't wait to you yep. know continue to push and, and and share you know the things that you do with people that I come in contact with or yep. that are, um, you know, excited to listen yep. to, to every podcast. Yeah, no, I really appreciate that. One of the things I've heard on the grapevine is, yes, artificial intelligence is, um, you know, starting to play a really big role in what we do. But what I've heard is it's the emotional intelligence that is becoming as important because as we move away to artificial, you know, it's emotional intelligence that keeps all this team together. Mm -hmm. It's emotional intelligence that uh, can recognize opportunities. And you still have to put your heart and soul into these things. So, 100%. yeah. That's great. So how do, how do, how do listeners um, get a hold of you? Um, uh, on on social, on, you know, your, your, your web, how do they get a hold of you? I would say the majority of people that get a hold of me these days are just coming straight in through LinkedIn. Um, But, but, you know, traditionally through my website, vencentral.com, and then just an email and a call. And um, I am so fortunate that my son works for Southwest Airlines. And at any time, I can pop on a plane and go and see people for basically no cost. Nice. Uh, So I am traveling all around America, visiting... Uh, big independent vending companies at their location. I love to have meetings with their entire team involved because I think the new way of selling is not one sales rep. It's your entire organization getting behind uh, this digital type stuff. Oh, don't get me started on team selling. I've been a (laughs) massive proponent of um, bringing, if you can, if you, if, if you absolutely have, you know, the, the, the capability and the resources to make it happen, it just shows so many other dimensions of your business. Totally. And, and you're bringing, you know, experts of the different disciplines, not just web design, but SEO and, 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 and all the other facets to, yeah. you know, so that the investments made in, 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 in a really amazing website, it's not wasted. Yeah, def- yep. we definitely want a return on investment for our customers. Um, that just makes me happy when a, co- when a client calls me up and says, hey, Neil, wow, did you see the lead we just got through that we landed? So that's what keeps, um, you know, everything ticking over is good, solid, long-term relationships that are based on a return on investment. Neil, if somebody 
if, if anybody listening right now said, look, hey, that sounds good. Can you rattle off two or three industry websites, operators that they may be aware of that you've built that website that they can just like pop in right now as they're listening and, 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 and see what it looks like? Yeah, one of the ones that I really like is a small operator out of Phoenix. It's Southwest Vending. The owner of the company is uh, Chris Mazzullo. Uh, he's, like I said, he's four routes, and he gets most of his business just coming in online. Um, the, the domain is southwestvending.com. Okay. So, What's another? Uh, another one uh, is a canteen franchise up in West Green Bay, Wisconsin. BeesRefreshments.com is another good example of the type of work that we do. And and how do you spell that? Bees? B-E-S Refreshments.com. Nice. A lot of a lot of companies have built their business up on the vending name. That company used to be Bees Vending, but as they've grown to micro markets and pantry service and office coffee service, that refreshments was a better fit for their company as opposed to bees vending so we've expanded a lot of companies out to be refreshment companies um, and not so much vending man that's valuable insight right there yeah definitely so yeah it's great any um, any anything anything else that um you want to impart to the listeners um the thing that i'm was a bunch of things that i go out and push but the secret source to making all this work is content, content, and more content. And that content is in the form of pictures, videos, blogs, short pieces of writing. And that's the piece that becomes a little bit difficult. It's quite easy to build out all the platforms. But what is the creative content that gets posted on a weekly or a monthly basis that actually captures people's attention? and then brings them into the website. So that's where Venn Central's focused now. We want to be the leaders in content creation for this industry. Neil, what do you say to um what do you say to somebody that says, "Hey, listen, I would rather be be, you know, and I'd rather be behind the camera and not in front. I hate the way my voice sounds and I can't write for shit." What do, what do you <laughs> what do you say to somebody that I would just that, say, but still wants to do everything that you just said. Yep. I would say that just search within your own organization. You've probably, you know, if you've got 15 to 20 route trucks out there and you've got support staff, someone within your organization could easily be that front person to, you know, on a, on a video type situation that can be a very authentic uh, representation of your company and that actual word that i just said authenticity is Mm -hmm. so important online you want to build trust and you do that by just being honest with your marketing so um yeah i just say look within your own company there's probably other people that can do it for you that's fantastic all right well cool neil i am very grateful um, I want to thank my guest today, Neil Swindale, for putting up with me <laughs> on this oh, I interview. Thank you for having me on. It was, it was a uh, lot of fun. Yeah, it was so much fun. And, and I'm sure I, I'd love to please come back. You're always welcome. 
um, something changes with uh, your approach to helping, you know, operators in this space or anyone really um, that, that that's looking to, uh, you know, come up with a new representation of themselves, uh, a yeah. digital representation. Anything changes, you know, yeah. give me a call when we'll um, we'll we'll do part two. Yeah. But I, I want to say, it. yeah, I want to say that as I as we wind this interview down, I've. I'll go back to what I've always maintained. I've always wanted to author the conversation on resilience and business and, 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 and even mental health, because yeah. as a proud Navy father, it means something to me personally. Totally. Yeah. No, I agree. One of the social things that I like to push is, is about, and it came from basketball, is about building a team. And it's not only a team in business, it's a team in your personal life. Because as we journey through life, things are going to hit us. That is very difficult if you're just doing it by yourself. But if you could spread that over a team, whether it's your mom and dad and brothers and sisters and friends, life is a lot easier, in my opinion. 100%. Yep. Awesome. Hey, well, I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on. This has been a lot of fun. Neil, you're the best. Listen, um, you, you know how to get a hold of me. And, and um, if anybody has any questions at all, please visit vencentral.com, V-E-N-D-C-E-N-T-R-A-L.com. Um, and and, and you'll, the, the, it's a beautiful website. It's chock full of information, a lot of um, case studies and testimonials. I think you'll You'll get a lot just by visiting um, Venn Central's website. Neil Swindale, again, heartfelt gratitude for, for being my guest today. Um, hope to talk to you soon. You take care. Thanks, Cecil. I appreciate it. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.